country was going to be. Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. See, now old Joe Biden can't remember who he's running against. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Oh, man. Then Devastating. He, then he remembered like five seconds later. But yeah, George, uh, George, uh, well, four more years of uh, Trump. That's it. The orange guy. <laughs> I actually saw an article that it was ridiculous, but they pointed out that if the president's hands get close to his face, you can see that his he wears a fair amount of makeup on his face. Okay. It's been a and TV his, star for... 30 right. years. But his hands are white. As a guy who's wearing a suit, you really got to go with the, you got to, you got to match. You get, uh, if you're a newscaster lady, you got to put the makeup on your cleavage. Everybody knows that. So the president needs to do a better job. You do? They put makeup on their cleavage? Absolutely. If the camera can see it, there's makeup on it. Did not know that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're raising mo- their prices on prescription jugs. It's, it's obviously, uh, to me, you've never motorboated a news anchor at. Oh. Wow. Indelicate. Watch me. <laughs> You're like Hunter Biden. How about there are videos? I'm a, I'm a little like that. <laughs> every, every chance I get. <laughs> did uh, anybody see the the big video from the, the sex video I from did, Saturday accidentally. night? I did not. I didn't, somebody, I didn't seek it out. But. Somebody tweeted it at us, and, uh, and I've been on the Hunter Biden beat, and it was not at all clear to me what it was when I clicked on it. And I'm like, wait a minute, that is Hunter Biden. Wait a minute, he is unclothed. Somebody is doing something to him. It's blurred in the video I saw. The only thing I followed that I thought was of interest is this battle between people trying to post stuff and Twitter and Facebook trying to take it down. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it's just human beings working as fast as they can. Right. And uh, the the ongoing debate, uh, very one-sided in the mainstream media. It was a, in short, it's a sex video, right? Him, yeah, him he's being sex with, serviced. He's smoking a, 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 a sex worker. He's smoking crack and having sex with a hooker. I don't remember the smoking crack part, but I I only watched it for about fifteen seconds, and I, I believe I thought, that I've seen this role. before. I <laughs> I'm not entertained. And it, and frankly, while it is tawdry, it's none of my business that I don't no, care. No, I don't, I don't understand. I, I get the battle with Twitter and Facebook that, that a lot of you get into because you feel like they're suppressing information and all that sort of stuff. So I get that. But the Hunter Biden at some point in his life had a drug problem and saw hookers. I don't understand how that is supposed to play any role in the election. I, I don't either. The only argument uh, that I've heard that makes any sense at all is that that makes uh, Joe Biden blackmailable. If somebody has horrific information on his son, Biden might seek to uh, maybe strike a bargain to prevent that from coming out. That sort of thing. Um, I would think the more of it comes out, the less cogent that argument becomes, less persuasive. Stuff worse than this? Okay. Well, who knows? I don't know. Maybe he's clubbing harp seals naked or something. (laughs) I I can't even. He was gone on crack. Makes people do crazy stuff. Hmm. But the really interesting aspect of this to me that we'll dive into is, and it was typified, it was best illustrated by uh, uh, an editorial in the Wall, in the Washington Post that said, even if the Hunter Biden uh, information is not Russian disinformation, we should treat it like it is. Yeah, I don't get that. Matt Taibbi, by the way, blasting that notion. I want to uh, hear so that. We'll get into that as well. I just wanted to touch on a couple of stories real quickly so you hear them. Uh, they were up way late at night, I guess, uh, voting uh, Amy Coney Barrett to the full Senate floor. The Senate has more votes than, I don't know, they do a lot of voting. But anyway, she's going to the full Senate floor. She will be a Supreme Court justice by tonight, 
or so it would seem. It's not a surprise, but it's good to see because she's a brilliant jurist. Just in time and to values s- the Constitution. Just in time to save Trump presidents, Trump's presidency. Only if she thinks that's what ought to happen according to the Constitution. She, I guarantee you, has no use for Donald J. Trump whatsoever, other than the fact that he nominated her. Anyway, uh, so that's going to happen. Great news if you're afraid, if you're concerned about being murdered by a hornet. Researchers, after a What num- kind of hornet would murder a guy? Well, Jack, perhaps the gigantic Asian murder hornet. Mm. So Should have seen that coming. Research. Was it a crime of passion? It was a crime of passion. Researchers were trying desperately to track one of these hornets because they'd find them occasionally, and they were trying to figure out, we got these tiny little transmitters. Can we glue it to the thing? Can we tie it to the thing? And finally, uh, they uh, trapped some and and tied uh, tracking devices to them with dental floss. Really? And, And tracked it back to the nest, and they found the nest, and this guy in a spacesuit, uh, and several of his buddies, they vacuumed out the murder hornet nest there in Washington. In beautiful Washington state, the eastern part of the state, which and, is uh, as red as any part of America, by the way. You wouldn't know it by, you know, because Seattle, like so many blue states, are mostly red, but they have one or two gigantic cities that vote all Democrat. Um, anyway, so uh, it would appear your chances of being murdered by one of these giant. <laughs> Uh, Asian hornets is is substantially less now. Do they did they kill people or did they ever kill people? Have they ever killed a person or do they kill other animals? And yeah, bees they, and stuff. They kill. I, I know they're really rough on other flying beasts. Oh, uh, they they probably kill a dozen or so people per year in Asia. Okay, but that's nothing. That's nothing. The you most, look at what animals kill what people. You know, in various places around the world the most the most murderous flying beast is the blue jay but because it's got a pretty name and not the murder jay people don't think of it that way the blue jay kills people of uh, other beasts oh yeah oh. i'm talking about humans mm-hmm. i'm standing up for my people okay. people are my people what kills people mosquitoes number one murder by, mosquitoes by i call them just regular ones uh and uh number two bears that's not true it's not even close to uh, the election. Uh, are you aware that the election is a week from tomorrow? Yes. 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 We're aware. What? Then how have I already voted? <laughs> uh, and there are places in the country where they've got more votes in already than they had total in 2016. Great there, there are counties where that has happened. Yeah. Are those energized anti-Trump people or energized pro-Trump people or a mixture of both? I have no idea, and neither does anybody else. Can you think of any solid justification for the places that don't start counting till Election Day? No. Because I've heard, well, we don't want any uh, word to get out of who's winning to uh, affect people's mm. votes, the rest of it. That's not a terrible argument. But Would you, if you're, if you're in the business of counting, though... I suppose somebody's got to be, somebody would know the number. The I individual counters s- wouldn't have any idea, though. No, they might have a sense based on what they're seeing, but, um, it, you know, and after, over a couple of drinks, I'm, I'm picturing some of my best friends. Yeah, I'd tell them, I'd say, man, it's running really heavy toward Trump, for instance. Yeah, or you couldn't keep that a secret. Yeah. If you're, if You'd you, never get hired at my, my election counter <laughs> firm. If it's something extraordinary, I'd be, it, you know, a lot of people couldn't keep that to themselves. Especially, yeah. you're, you're like a week out, you've been counting votes. God, it's something to watch the news, how they think, you know, Biden's got it locked up. Yeah. Trump's leading two to one in our county. If you have, 
if or you, vice versa. You have people, for instance, Adam Schiff, leaking incredibly sensitive national security-related intelligence. Yeah, you'd have people leaking that. But I, mm-hmm. is that, well, I suppose my hypothetical will be lived out uh, Tuesday and in, in, in the subsequent days next week. So we can figure out how hairy that makes stuff. I mean, because it's it's weighing one potential bad against another potential bad. And if it just takes, you know, three and a half weeks to count the votes in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania or whatever, and and the cities are alight with the the fires of rioters and and the rest of it, and, you know, the National Guard has to get called out. Yeah, something tells me people say, maybe we should start counting sooner. I absolutely have what you need to watch on election uh, afternoon if you're on the West Coast or evening on the East Coast, and you'll be able to go to bed early. If Dr. Couple, Phil, as always. If a couple of things happen. Have it Judge nailed. Judy. Uh, Law and order reruns. <laughs> mm, good stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I almost watched Judge Judy on Friday. Really? Yeah. What a sad turn your life has taken. Well, I flipped <laughs> I flipped the TV on to make sure the World Series was going to record. Uh, that incredible World Series game on uh, Saturday night. That, I wish I'd have seen that. Blockbuster at all. Please, I DVR'd it, Jack, and then fell asleep. And because the game was so unbelievably long, uh, my DVR ran out before the oh! end. Oh! So you, you, so, you, so you didn't get to watch in, in real life? No. Hmm. I saw the bizarro final play in which it, it, it appeared eight-year-olds took over the bodies. What are they the, calling it? The, the, the Los double, Angeles Dodgers? The double what's-his-name, they're calling it. Uh, the guy from the Boston Red Sox who famously did oh, it. Oh, Bill st- Buckner. Yeah, the double Buckner. The they're double calling Buckner. Saturday yeah. night game, the double Buckner. That's a pretty good. I hate that because Bill Buckner was not only a great ball player but a fine fella. Um, but that's a good name for it. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was as if it was suddenly like the young little leaguers. Who, if somebody throws it and the other guy catches it, everybody like erupts in applause because it's a rarity. Um, yeah, all of a sudden. So yeah, I missed that as it turns out. Oh, I wish I'd have seen that game live because it looks that ending just had to be a stand up and scream sort of thing. Jack, as you know, and I need to keep this very, Outfielder, very big. Just short version, in case you didn't watch yeah, it. Ahead. Outfielder boots the ball and is chasing it down, and then so, and this is to win the game. Guy comes around third, but stumbles and falls. Right. So you got that problem, and then the pitcher didn't want do what you're supposed to do is go back up the catcher. He just stood there on the mound watching all this happen. The ball got away from the catcher, so he couldn't save oh, the Oh, no, day. no, you can't leave out the best part. The catcher, not realizing the guy had fallen down, whirled around to tag him, and he wasn't there, and the ball flew away from him. He'd whirled so forcefully. And because the pitcher just stood on the mound and didn't go back up like he's supposed Spectating. to, he, he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And this is the plot of like some sort of Disney Little League body swap movie that's Right, and then out. the little boy, who had the skills of a young man, threw it to the ape who'd learned to t- play baseball, <laughs> and they you, tagged the guy out. You don't expect, you, you know, millionaires make mistakes every once in a while, like the football player that fell down running <laughs> by himself last uh, week. What are you going to do? But you don't expect... Hey, fix this turf. <laughs> you don't expect three... Young guys who get multi-million dollars a year to play a sport to make a mistake in yeah. the same five-second span. It's unbelievable. But then <laughs> Have the, you uh, considered being good at your jobs? Right. Then the Doyers won. Then the next night they're up three to one. So or three to two. Three, three, to, three to, two. to two. Right. Dodgers won last night. So yes. just a, a quick note. This is from a human who may or may not know a lot about uh, Major League Baseball. Who pointed out that during the World Series there are three-minute breaks between every half inning. Do the math. That's a lot of time. So extend your DVR by like four hours. Things you can do in under four hours. Go to two movies. 
attend a wedding, play a round of golf, NFL game, NBA game, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners combined, hike <laughs> to a, a, a local hiking uh, lake and back, but not play a baseball game Wow! in under four hours. Uh, the, there's really only two things you need to watch for a week from tomorrow to know uh, whether or not you can go to bed on election night. Got it nailed down for you. It's going to be an early night if a couple of things happen one direction. All right. oh. It's very easy to remember. The I have, keys. Have that for you next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Former President Barack Obama was also back on the campaign trail this week. It was kind of jarring to see. Obama's presidency seems so long ago, it's easy to forget he's 15 years younger than either of the current candidates. You know who else is younger than the current candidates? The guys we elected in the years 2000 and 1992. Is it just me or is that insane? This election is the equivalent of a baseball team giving a four-year deal to Willie Mays now. (laughs) The fact that Obama, Bush, and Clinton are all younger than Biden is amazing. It is. It is. And they're all two-term presidents that were president a long time ago in some cases. Yes. Clinton was president. He left office 20 years ago. (laughs) I mean, that's amazing. He's still younger than Joe Biden. Uh, Could you play the Jim Carrey uh, closing argument from the opening scene? I thought this was kind of interesting. Just the Jim Carrey being Joe Biden. Well, since we're almost out of time, oil, no, wind, yes, fracking, depends on what state I'm in. I thought that was pretty good from Saturday Night Live. Oil, no, wind, yes, fracking, depend on, depends on what state I'm in. Right. That seems to have gotten a little bit of traction uh, in terms of possibly, you know, the problem is there are a lot of people that are, oh, can I come get my vote back? They already voted. Darr. Um, On the whole oil, no, wind, yes. Fracking depends on the state. That 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 seems to have left a bit of a mark. I haven't in heard some parts of the country early voting numbers from Pennsylvania, which is a huge energy state and a swing state. Um, I mean, like the swing state with Florida. But here's uh, here's all you need to know. This is going to make it an easy night for me at least uh, next Tuesday. The polls close in what, Florida. What polls? Where you vote. Voting ends in Florida at 7 o'clock East Coast time. I live on the West Coast, so it's 4 o'clock my time. And they'll have results pretty dang fast. Are they? Okay. Uh, they're, they're, account, they're, they're a count ahead of time. Place. Okay, good. So, good thinking. So they could have results really fast. Same with North Carolina. Similar situation. And because there's so much early voting, North Carolina, for instance, I forget the percentage, but it's incredibly high, and they're going to have them counted. They might be able to announce, like, Polls are closed, and the winner is because Durr. so many votes are in and been counted already. Okay, that's a couple um, of key states. Well, they they are the key states. Just doing the math from uh, five thirty eight Nate Silver website, he's got uh, Trump a huge underdog. He's more of an underdog statistically than he was against Hillary by quite a bit, actually. Looking at the polls today, now they could get closer in a week, obviously. But if you look at the polls today, but in terms of your chances of winning. If Trump uh, loses Florida and North Carolina, um, 
Biden's like 98% likely to win. If Trump loses Florida and North Carolina, and we'll know that on the West Coast by like before you eat dinner. Are those 2% his win scenarios, things like Trump winning California and stuff like that? Probably, yeah. Okay. Probably like okay. just not crazy, crazy stuff not happening. Not that crazy, but, but like Nevada. A whole bunch okay. of states would have to go ways they have never gone yeah, before. Yeah, places where he's 8, 9, 10 points behind, he would have to win, which would be extraordinary. But the humiliation it would give the nation's media would be so delicious. But so. if the results come in and you'll know them pretty early, Florida and North Carolina and Trump win some, it's a 50-50 race at that point. So if, so you'll know, you know, dinner time in the East Coast, late afternoon on the West Coast, if it's a 50-50 race or 98% likely. Yeah. The uh, Biden campaign has no event scheduled uh, today. I can't remember if it was today or this week. Um. If you remember the beating Hillary took for not going to Wisconsin and barely swinging by Michigan, the rest of them, can you imagine if Biden loses the fact that he essentially didn't campaign for the last two weeks? Can you imagine the beating his strategy? His strategist ought to be stripped naked, tarred, feathered, and said running out, well, I don't know. I don't, running out of Washington, D.C. I don't know how you could ever make the argument that more him was going to do him any good. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> More him going around talking was going to help him any. I, well, okay, we have a quandary then because their strategy is: here's my idea: we don't campaign. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. NASA has announced plans to put a full 4G cell phone network on the moon, while AT&T has announced plans to put almost two bars on your Earth phone. (laughs) Oh, AT&T taking one to the gyms. (laughs) I mentioned this almost an hour ago and forgot to pay it off. I hate when I do that. Sorry, I apologize. My thought experiment. I was listening to Nakedly Progressive Radio this morning to punish myself for my sins. And uh, and they were doing their serious voiced, but what if the president refuses to give up power story, which, as we made clear earlier, is completely ridiculous. You have to explain to me what the scenario would look like wherein the courts rule against him and, and he tries to hang on to power and is just dragged out by the Secret Service because he has no reason to be there anymore in the White House. Anyway. They're using that that tone of voice, and I thought that really plays with that crowd. And and here's my thought experiment. I says to myself, I says, I want me to observe every time somebody tries to get my attention, my click, or my business through fear today. Just for today. How many appeals to fear do I hear? Now, there is one caveat. There's like healthy concern. I mean, I don't have life insurance. I didn't have a lot of life insurance when my kids were little because I feared death. It was just healthy concern. It was a reasonable precaution. Um, So, you know, you have to draw that line for yourself. But there's so much clickbait fear-mongering going on in the world today. I just thought maybe for one day I'm going to try to notice it everywhere I go. So, anyway, that's my thought experiment. You should be terrified of media bias. What? Do you have more? 
I'll save it for later. Okay. We're getting more texts on the scenario of Trump not leaving. We need to talk about that again later. I would. Okay. I, I, I can't believe we can't put this to bed, this story. What if he says no? <laughs> he doesn't get to decide. He's a f- He does whatever he wants. <laughs> He's a fat old guy. The cops will drag him out. <laughs> Matt Taibbi. He's a liberal over 40. Which means he's a classic liberal. He believes in certain government programs and and size of programs and budgets and regulations, the rest of it. He's not a young, militant, Marxist-type liberal, which our universities are churning out. I talk to more people in real life whose college kids are coming home as as reprogrammed zombies. Oh, my God, lecturing their mom about her white privilege and the rest of it. At great expense. Oh, my golly. Oh, it's so bad. But anyway, Matt Taibbi, who's an old-school liberal, uh, just put out uh, another one of his his, uh, screeds. He's an incredibly smart and talented writer, and I used to disagree with him a lot. But uh, with the Hunter Biden expose, suppression is a bigger scandal than the actual story. I'll share some of it with you. <clears throat> I agree. The, the The big story here is the uh, lack of willingness of the media to look into it more than the story. It has become, yeah, bigger. The incredible decision by Twitter and Facebook to block access to a New York Post story about a cache of emails reportedly belonging to the Democratic nominee's son, Hunter, with Twitter going so far as to lock the 200-year-old newspaper out of its own account for over a week continues to be a major underreported scandal. The hypocrisy is mind-boggling. Imagine the reaction if that same set of facts involved the New York Times and any of its multitudinous, unverifiable exposés from the last half decade. From the similarly leaked Black Ledger story implicating Paul Manafort, to its later debunked repeated contacts with Russian intelligence story, to its mountain of articles about the far more dubious Steele dossier. Internet platforms for years have balked at intervening in many other sensational, unverified stories, including ones called into question very short order. The flow of information in the United States has become so politicized, bottlenecked by an increasingly brazen union of corporate press and tech platforms, that it's become impossible for American audiences to see news about certain topics absent absent thickets of propagandistic contextualizing. Try to look up anything about Burisma, Joe Biden, or Hunter Biden in English. You're likely to be shown a pile of fact checks and explainers ahead of the raw information. Interesting. Yeah, and and then he gives a whole bunch of examples. Other true information has been scrubbed or deranked, either by platforms or by a confederation of press outlets whose loyalty to the Democratic Party far now overshadows its obligation to inform. Obviously, Fox is not much better in terms of its willingness to report negative information about Trump and Republicans. I would say that is true to some extent, but it's not true of their news programming. Their news programming, Fox News's, is so much more balanced than anybody in the liberal media. It's not even close. And I almost, I, I wish for the sake of Brett Baer and Bill Hemmer and some of their real journalists, I wish that Sean Hannity and, and company were on a different channel. Or Tucker Carlson, who I watch at least part of his show practically every night. I wish they were on a different channel, because Fox News news coverage is outstanding and fair. But anyway, oh, blah, 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 blah. that group's reaction to the New York Post story is formalizing a decision to abandon the media's old true, untrue standard 
for a different test that involves other more politicized questions like provenance and editorial intent. Take, the, for example, the taped conversation between Joe Biden and former Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko, which Ukrainian parliamentarian Andrei Durkach has been rolling out in the press conferences for some time now. And then he goes into great detail about the conversation, what took place. And it's, you know, if you're a foreign policy geek like we are, it's really interesting because you're listening to the head guy on Ukraine policy leverage concessions and, and, and policy out of the Ukrainians using aid as a as a leverage. And Taibi's point on this is that it's really interesting. It's American foreign policy exposed, and it's absolutely worth knowing. But it tends to make Joe Biden look like kind of a hard ass, and it kind of fits into certain narratives. So you can't find the story. We're not even talking about Hunter here. We're talking about uh, old Joe on the phone. And uh, Taibi's right. As usual, he's absolutely right. So I think it's kind of interesting that this Wall Street Journal and Matt Taibbi, who are on different ends of politics, wrote the same article. So this is from the Wall Street Journal editorial board. They're talking about how uh, all this stuff has not been covered. And the Wall Street Journal editorial board says, all of this is relevant beyond next week's election. That's the important thing to me. If Democrats win up and down the ballot, progressives will control the commanding heights of nearly every American elite institution. Congress, the administrative state, Hollywood, the arts, the universities, nonprofits, Silicon Valley, and nearly all of the media. But that's all. And instead of playing watchdog for the public, today's progressive press will devote themselves to attacking anyone who breaks from their orthodoxy. See the uh, people that ran the editorial page of the New York Times who got run out of their jobs mm-hmm. for printing something that uh, didn't uh, meet the requirements of the woke crowd. Of the the freaking New York exactly. Times couldn't stand up to that. You remember the editor who was run out of town for agreeing to publish an editorial by a sitting U.S. senator? Uh, that's a yeah. pretty scary proposition, and there, that's, there's a decent chance that's going to happen, too. Yes. Yeah, that is. Well, boy, when you listed that out, yeah. that, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's chilling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Oh, and AOC is, is out and proud saying, if we get uh, both houses of Congress and the presidency, we need to, I'm, I want to do the actual quote that she said. Uh, we have the unique once in a generation opportunity Blah, blah, blah. And I believe we have an obligation to the American people to show what a Democratic administration can actually accomplish. She's talking about big, uh, big changes to the United States and the way it functions. Um, a memorable shift from just a flat line of this idea of bipartisanship, which often just becomes Republican manipulation. So she is openly calling for the end of of anything that looks like bipartisanship. E.J. Dion, one of your big columnists in the Washington Post, his Sunday piece was why they should pack the court. I'm not surprised. Uh, So, yeah, that's the direction it's going. It's all about power. Power, Um, power, power. It's not about justice or any of that other crap. That's the excuse to seize power. I've got a question for listeners across this great land. Do you live in a town or city where they have banned trick-or-treating? Uh, hit me with a text or us with a text because I, I want to know what that looks like. The I'm, dictator of California has just come out with his Thanksgiving edict, which okay. is quite charming. I want to hear that. But if they've banned trick-or-treating in your town, what what does that mean? What does it look like? 
Uh, we're planning to trick or treat. They haven't banned it. I'm using my finger quotes in my town. I don't even know. I, I don't even know what that means exactly. What are you banning? Are you banning children going to your neighbor's house? Is that against the law? How would That's, they? You're how would they banning even, your children walking to your neighbor's front porch. How would you even enforce that? Right. Anyway, and your neighbor's answering the doorbell if it is rung. <laughs> Here in the land of the free. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Remember those last few Halloweens, getting a little too old for it. Just kind of going through the motions. Bing bong, come on, lady, let's go. Halloween doorbells, candy, let's pick up the pace. And you come to the door, they always ask you those same stupid questions. What are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be done by now. You want to move it along with the Three Musketeers? I got 18 houses on this block alone. We just hit the bag, we hit the road. That's the routine. Let's just pick it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Jerry. Jerry. So I was just looking up at uh, CBS Early Show. High-risk Halloween, cities banning parades, trick-or-treating amid COVID fears. And oh, yes. it reminded me we were at the, the Target getting some Halloween stuff on Friday night. Do you still own Target stock? I do. So this entire conversation is uh, an effort to manipulate the stock. I will be reporting you to the uh, exchange. Commission. I don't know. They're pretty low on Halloween supplies, and I didn't know if we just waited too long because we're a week out, or um, if like everything else that I've shopped for in the last seven months, the supply chains haven't been that good. Mm. There's been less of everything. Anyway, uh, we ran into another family that we've known since uh, they were friends as babies together, and uh, we mentioned we were going trick or treating, and they they looked at us like we were crazy people. Really? You going trick or treating? No. Like, why would anybody be going trick? Or what are you talking about? Wow. So there are different views of it, obviously, out there. Yeah. Um, uh, my kids are super happy about it and would be quite devastated if it were to be canceled. I I still don't understand what it means to cancel trick or treating. I keep seeing uh, th- there are places all across the country where tr- where. Halloween has been banned. I don't know. I, you need to, you need to, uh, uh, you know, I don't like lawyerly language, but I need some specifics on what do you mean by you've banned Halloween? Most people are sheep and will willingly do what they are told, no matter how illogical or oppressive. And I think the authorities are, are counting on that. So they just say, we, there is no trick-or-treating this year. They have no enforcement mechanism. They have no right Man, to if Man, if your immediate reaction to that isn't, you don't get to determine whether or not I walk to my neighbor's house, then I, then, I, then I feel bad for you and our country. We must part company. God, that should be your immediate reaction. Somebody doesn't get to tell you whether or not you get to walk down to your neighbor's house. Paraphrase uh, Sam Adams. Go and lick the hand that feeds you and may... Posterity forget that we were countrymen. Came across this headline. Is Halloween still happening? Nearly 25% plan to trick-or-treat despite cities clamping down. I thought, 25%? That's an awful low number. They actually did the, the job you're supposed to do as a reporter. Last year, it was 29%. Okay, so most people don't trick-or-treat because most people don't have young kids. Mm. 
Um, sure. So it's slightly down from last year, from 29 to 25% of people planning to trick-or-treat. But that sounds to me like pretty much the regular number of people that trick-or-treat are planning to trick-or-treat, even though various governments, number of cities canceling activities like parades and street fairs. I have no problem with canceling parades and street fairs. That actually makes sense to me. Um but cities like Springfield, Massachusetts, downtown West Chicago are canceling trick-or-treating. Uh, in addition to, of course, uh, Los Angeles County, which uh, originally, back in September, said, we're canceling Halloween this year. Lots of people like you, me. You don't throw Halloween. <laughs> Lots of people like it me. Ain't yours. Reacted like, what does that, what's that mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means, but so they've walked that back somewhat to just they're discouraging people trick-or-treating. Uh, we're recommending that trick-or-treating not happen, says L.A. Department of Health Director and Fun Suck Barbara Fair last week about L.A. County. And they did issue a set of guidelines earlier this month prohibiting trick-or-treating door-to-door. I I don't think, well, I don't, it's not that I don't think, I, I'm pretty sure you can't do that. You can't stop me from walking down the street with my kids, and if my neighbors have their light on, which means they're welcoming people to their homes, right? you can't stop us from engaging this. You don't get to do that nope. as somebody who got a degree somewhere in health, and you're the health director, and nobody's ever heard of you till COVID came along. You don't get to decide for all these families what to do with their private lives. How? Oh, it just, it makes me furious to think that she believes she can do that and that you some of you idiots agree with her you think she's in charge of whether or not you walk down the street right oh it makes me furious this is an insidious and horrific and large step down the road that we and tim sandifer our, our friend have been talking about of becoming a permission society oh, it's crazy you there ought to be there has been a presumption that you can do anything in this country Unless it is specifically against the law, or you consider it to be immoral, or, or what have you. Um, and we are slowly making, well, quickly, if this goes through, the transition to a, you can't do anything except the things we tell you you can do, society. Which is a horrific thing. Uh, yeah, that's just crazy. Trick-or-treating in Portland is discouraged. So I think the, Okay, that's fine. So L.A. County was the first in with banning it. There is such a revolt, as there should be, to you can't ban this. Now they're just discouraging it. Right. Um, good luck with that. You're, you're not discouraging me. Uh, I need to get to this at some point. I'm not sure we have time now, but uh, the dictator of California, Gavin Mussolini, is out. He and his health uh, thugs are out with their Thanksgiving rules. And I'll, I'll give you part of it now just because it's so great, but then I want to hit you with something else. Um, it's uh, safety guidelines for all private gatherings. Dinner table events. That's right, uh, Mitt. It begins <laughs> with this. Gatherings are defined as social situations that bring together people from different households at the same time in a single space or place. Thank you, government. That's what a gathering is. See, I'm glad they met. I thought a gathering was when everybody stays at home and is separate. <laughs> I thought what well, gathering was when you have two cars and see which one is the fastest. But that's not right? No, that's something different. Something no. completely different. Yeah. I believe that's a drag race. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and I remember, Michael, you used to always misuse the term gathering. You thought that's when you remove your dog's testicles. <laughs> 
to make it less likely yeah. to make little dogs. Thanksgiving no, was always very weird at my house. That's actually neutering, not a gathering. Okay. Yeah, so thanks for that. Uh, we'll get to that specifically. But I paraphrase John Adams, and I, I, I'm sorry, Samuel Adams. Too many Adamses running around. Morticia Adams. Uh, I love this quote so much. It may be my favorite quote of all time. Um, and if you know this, you know it. But if ye love wealth greater than liberty, the tranquility of servitude greater than the animated contest for freedom, go home from us in peace. We seek not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hand that feeds you. May your chains set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were our countrymen. Oof. Oh, I love that so much. Here's a here's a funny text somebody just sent us on that whole gatherings uh, Thanksgiving thing. Uh, where I live, six people are allowed at Thanksgiving, but 30 people are allowed for a funeral. So I'll be holding a funeral for my pet turkey that passes away on November 26th. <laughs> Refreshments will be provided. <laughs> I love it. So I can have 30 people at my funeral for my turkey. <laughs> or, oh, that's hilarious. That is great. Or declare your Thanksgiving dinner a protest for Black Lives Matter. And your blue, blue governor will leave it alone. Uh, have these people ever trick-or-treated before these people are banning it? You don't go into the home and breathe on people. Well, I know. Not only does it is it conducted outdoors, really, the, the business end of things is outside people's door, but the encounter is incredibly fleeting. So the chances you if you if you told me you'd give me a million dollars for transmitting the vid to a trick or treater and I tried as hard as I could I would be paying you. Come on. Armstrong and Getty.